Hi. Hello. This is Allie. And this is Hannah. And you're listening to What's on Your Mind. You did it today. The podcast. I liked that one. We are, well, I messaged some people on Fiverr to make us a podcast theme mm-hmm. song. The thing is, is that we have a Korean, you know, topic. So I'm trying to find somebody who can do some kind of Korean mm-hmm. instrument. So. Mm-hmm. Not really I want a jingle like the salsa boy. Is that a podcast? Huh? The salsa boy? Salsa boy. Subway. Oh, the subway. The salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said salsa boy. The salsa I was boy. Like, I was like, that doesn't sound like it didn't sound like the subway or like Latin music. Did you not? It didn't sound like the subway. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> How about? No, that was wrong. And then there's. That's a version. These are all songs that play when you transfer on different lines. They're great. But the best one is the traditional Kayagum. And it's like. It's the best on the airport railroad because they play it like properly like it's even more traditional than it is in the right. other ones that's the one with the drums mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right oh yeah yeah there's that there's that one yes you're right right yes, the one, the one from yesterday the that's the one yeah. in the airport railway that was actually done by the national gugak center the national center for traditional music there's the one with the drums and then there's also one which is I can't remember in my head. I just had it in my head and now it's gone. I it, can't I oh, yeah. see There's myself sat one. on the subway playing it. Is, is it a different song? No, it's one of the regular songs, but they just do it in an even more traditional way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, I can hear it. I can like hear a part of it in my head, but yeah. I can't yeah, me too. think of what it is. Okay. Um, I think it's the... It is, it is. But they play it on... It's on... What's that? It's not the Kayagoon, but it's... Is it the Kayagoon? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's, and then it's like... Yes, it is. It's a, is it a Kayagoon? I think it is a Kayagoon. It's on the Kayagoon, yeah. It's on the Kayagoon. But, but there's like flutes as well. and Yeah. yeah. But oh, on the regular yeah. subways, it's it's on like a trumpet or something. Oh. Maybe we can find a clip <laughs> in. If, if, if uh, I can find a downloadable track, I'll add it... Um, I, I don't know. I've never added any sound clips here, but maybe I can try and add you it. Can we'll try. see. If I'm, okay, let's test it. If I'm going to add it, I'm going to add it now. now. Okay, so we'll wait and see. <laughs> if you didn't hear anything, I didn't work. <laughs> it failed. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about dogs. Animal transitioning to another animal, but who cares? Who cares? Especially when it's dogs. This one is hard for me. Well, I thought it was going to be kind of easy. And then Mm. I was thinking about it a bit more and I thought, oh, actually, it's going to be pretty hard. Yeah. And then in the end, I went super simple and it was it's been pretty easy yeah so today's episode i think you and i are talking about really similar things as well so we're just gonna gonna merge like mesh together pretty well we normally think of you know okay purple you know we our mind kind of goes down like a Mm -hmm. i almost said venn diagram (laughs) no like you know like a it's almost like a family tree of association it's like word association yeah purple royal King, king crazy, current, that's what you went for right yeah i i went what would i would like our purple? first episode home right home i went home a type of home pansiha you know that was parasite yeah and then there was also the home of the tongatan right what did i do for purple um the line the train the, oh, the yeah, subway so line the yeah subway. that was a good one look at that full, full circle. circle we come back but today I just did doggo. Doggos. I just, I was like, I will just talk about a dog. We got some boofers in here. I debated between two things. I debated between dog meat, which is actually an obvious one, but we had a pretty down one. The last one was a little, yeah. So, and the dog meat industry. It was informational. It was important. Do you, can you guess how many dogs Koreans eat per year? Um, 
in my research earlier today I I might be wrong because I didn't click on any of the articles because I decided I wasn't going to talk about it. You probably saw the article I think it was, I is it four million? Two million. Oh, two but million. But that's a okay. heck of a lot of yeah. dogs. Um, and then I also thought about Korea has like really controversial dog cloning programs. They've cloned like... Cloning? Yeah. They're like the biggest dog cloner. So like if your dog dies, they'll make your dog Whoa. they have like over a thousand dogs they've made wow this doctor i didn't really read much about him but he was like a medical doctor and for some reason he was like shunned and outcast from the human medical community uh-huh. and then he opened well, he, this- mu- he must have done something re- pretty messed up i mean obviously yeah dog cloning is also kind of contra- incredibly controversial yeah, but to be shunned from the human i know medical system done something really fucked up yeah i don't know if it was like him as a doctor or him as a person or what it was but mm. i was like you know what no negativity today mm-hmm. just gonna talk about good good just boys a dax. just good boys just sorry boys. mary mary's here but That's we're not gonna talk about catch today yeah oh he's like <laughs> rubbing his head on <laughs> my computer really but okay um yeah do you have one story or do you have two stories well it's not really a story i'm just yeah, reeling off information about the good boys of korea me too yeah um do what? you want to go first i think yours is you should probably start i think you should start okay yeah yeah sure okay. well okay so if uh any of you guys are familiar with korean dogs what's the first dog that you think of jindo jindo so a jindo is a super cute dog they kind of look similar to akitas or shibas mm-hmm. um they're like a medium size and their coloring is white um kind of like a white blackish tan. yeah or like a tan they're not yeah. like orange or anything no. and they're usually kind of like the colors aren't perfect like a shiba yeah, yeah. white is, right. is perfect yeah um, they're so cute. Um, mm-hmm. So here's, I'm going to just give a brief history to make you appreciate Jindos the next time you see one. Although if you are outside of Korea, you probably never will see one. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons I will explain. I'd, I'd never seen one until I came to Korea. I don't think I had. If I had, I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually no written record about Jindos. So most people just believe that they existed and originated on Jindo Island, which is the third I biggest mean, island in Korea. I mean, that makes sense. That's why they're, they're called Jindos. Yeah. And some people think I've been that to they're... Jindo. Oh, have you? Yeah, very briefly. Why? We I was on a tour mm-hmm. and um, they we went to the Myeongnyang Battle Festival. Wow. Yeah. Um, for like two hours and then we were ferried off before we could actually get to the good bit because it was a very cheap tour nice. for a whole Ma- weekend. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Um, 10,000 dollars. Yeah. $10. $10,000. <laughs> $10,000. <000. laughs> $10, $10,000 real cheap in our book, guys. We're um, rolling in it. But there were two sides to the battle festival and you could... Battle? You could, yeah, battle. Right? Young, young battle festival. Wow. Okay. It's like a seat, like a battle on kind of the estuary. Weird. Um, and... They do reenactments and stuff, but it's oh God, that's like part of it is on part of it, it. I would kind of actually, um, I wouldn't mind going back actually yeah. and seeing the festival properly because we left, we could see the boats coming down the river mm. and then they were like, okay, time to go. Oh, um, that's why it was only $10. At the same time, <laughs> they do like a, like a kind of national Kangang Sule oh, festival too. Cool. So What's that for people who don't know? It's like a, is it? correct me if i'm wrong it, it's well it's a it's a circle dance it's women who dance yeah, yeah kind yeah. of in a circle in a yeah. chain mm-hmm. um and and there are there are two three sometimes four women um like chant singing at the same time yeah, is it yeah. like is it a folk dance yeah i would yeah. say it's a folk dance they yeah. do it at the um andong mask uh-huh. festival as well it reminds me of that like italian the like yeah not like that at all but yeah it's nice um but anyway um so we were going to the festival and um uh part of it was on jindo part of it was on the other side i literally went to jindo for 10 minutes because they drove us to the jindo side we they, we all got off the bus and they were like, oh, we're supposed to go to the other side. So we went back. So nice. I've kind of been to Jindo. Anyway. If anyone's been to Jindo, leave us a voice message. You can leave us voice messages on this podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. And if you're special enough 
well okay no sorry mom you've left a story <laughs> and my boyfriend's left a story. if your comment is special enough we could add it in um so leave us a voice message if you've been to jindo and what you thought about it yeah so jindos are from jindo yes back to the dogs sorry <laughs> the the most important thing here. right um so there's no real written record about them but a lot of people think that they were crossbred with Mongolian dogs um, okay. during the Mongol invasion of the peninsula around the 13th century, so 1200s, which is, I think, why they kind of have this, like, really thick fur, because mm. Korea is hot. Like, Korea gets cold in the winter, but it's hot, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were kind of a little more Right, and Jindo is a southern island as well, so it's not... Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. kind of doesn't make sense. Mm. Okay, quick fun fact. Fire round. They're listed as the 53rd national treasure. Okay. They're an actual yep. government <laughs> certified yeah. treasure. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. All dogs are treasure. treasures. That is what you are. They were listed in 1963, but uh-huh. they were the 53rd one. So obviously they didn't make the cut 53 times, but... Um, it's really hard to export them outside of Korea. The first one was in France, I think. There's only two of them in the U.S., but Whoa. there's 25 in the U.K. Oh, okay. They marched in the opening of the 1988 Seoul Olympics. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. They, are, they officially became recognized by the United Kennel Club in 1998. Samsung is actually a really big supporter financially of Jindo awareness, which I thought was interesting. Oh. There is a Jindo Dog Guild of Korea, Hanguk Jindo Ke Do Hap, that um, issues certificates. So every time you have a purebred Jindo, you get a little card saying that the dog is real. <laughs> you got a real dog. Um, yeah. So some quick characteristics about them as well. Um, they're really known for their hunting ability. Um, they have a pack sensibility, so they're very smart and mm-hmm. they're very brave. Um, there's like this ancient Korean legend that they killed a a group of them killed a Siberian tiger. Whoa! But mostly they just killed deer or boars. Okay. <laughs> they probably did kill a tiger. I mean, Korea was full of tigers, right? So. Well, and if you get a pack of them. Yeah, it reminds me of like Call of the Wild. Wolves can get bears and stuff, can't they? So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a legend, but um, there are more stories written down of dogs waking up their owners in the middle of the night and like taking them outside to the woods and being like, here's a deer that I killed for you. So it's just <laughs> cute. Um, in, a, in the US, they have the same stories about Jindos, but they kill coyotes. Oh. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's only like two there. <laughs> so, how do people even know Jindos? Um, so, traditional Korean hunting doesn't use guns. So, Jindos are really valuable for that sport. Mm-hmm. And they're also guard dogs against scavengers. They also guard people on the hunt if humans are hunting. But this makes them really bad rescue and police dogs they're too strong they easily forget their mission they have like mm-hmm. one track mind and i was like it's hannah it's me <laughs> yeah. one track mind <laughs> and they're too loyal actually to their too owner loyal. yeah which which made me think about the neighbor so we have a neighbor who has like what i think is a jindo mix yeah um and she or he the dog is they they (laughs) yeah they are i don't know they just they're pretty yippy like if anybody gets anywhere Mm -hmm. near them but when their owner their owner mistreats them their owner straight up in my opinion abuses that dog yeah it's abuse by neglect isn't it yeah Yeah. neglect not physical but well i'm not like hand you know hand against him they're not hitting him but um he's never gone on a walk he's never gone inside he's on no, a chain at night pavement seen, yeah. um i don't see any water i don't see like i think they just bring out some scraps of food oh there goes me oh there he go <laughs> there's mary on my bananas you better not know <laughs> no stuff on my bananas oh yeah he likes to go through the window um anyway so <laughs> so they're super loyal to their owner so um, yeah, they're really bad at rescuing other people because oh, they like only right. listen to the owner. <laughs> the LA actually, the LA police department was trying to train Jindos for patrol and detection. So they actually took four puppies from Korea 
but all of them failed because they were too easily distracted and they yes, wanted yeah. to please their owners. That sounds like me too. So I'm distracted by Pippin. He just looks so cute right I now. I know. I was like telling this story. I'm like, LA, police dogs. And you were like staring at Pippin. I know. It's not like <laughs> me to think about cats while you're talking about dogs. But yeah, right. I know honestly, he looked so cute while he was staring at Mary. Anyway, back to the dogs. Um, yeah, so I just like them. I think they're really like... They're just like the epitome of good doggo. Yeah. You know? I feel sad that they, you know, failed the police dog test, mm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an old dog. My old dog, my first dog was a black lab who failed the police dog test, which is why I got him. He was so distracted and he ate everything. So <laughs> <laughs> not really of much use. I thought I would share some stories of really loyal Jindos. Oh. Um, there are two. Oh, thanks, They're very thanks, similar Mary. stories. Yeah, there goes Mary. I like it. <laughs> I forgot about it. Jumped from the fridge He's to the table. down now. Okay. So there are two cute stories. Um, very interesting because both of these dogs have the same name. Okay. The first one is really famous in Korea. It was in 1993. There was a seven-year-old female Jindo. What, and her what's their name? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Her name was... <laughs> Beku, which literally Beku? means white dog. It's equivalent to English people naming their cat Blackie. Okay. <laughs> My sister. <laughs> um, Beku. So Beku, the beautiful uh, female Jindo, was raised by an 83-year-old lady from Jindo Island. Her name was Puck. What a coincidence. Yeah. But she sold her to a new owner in Daejeon. So Jindo Island from Daejeon is... Uh, roughly 300 kilometers or 180 miles away. Mm-hmm. The dog left the house, traveled for seven months, like scavenging the land, and found her home. Like she went back to Jindo. Seriously? Well, apparently. <laughs> this was 1993. So I'm like, this isn't like a legend. This is something that was in I the I mean, there news. are stories of things like that, aren't there? It's just, yeah, yeah you like, can't even fathom it. Like... How would they know even where to go? Right. You know? What was uh? What was that dog? Um. There was the Japanese Shiba, and he like. Oh, he! It was like his owner died. Right? It wasn't he a Shiba, and he like waited at the train station because the owner got on the train to go to work every day, and the dog would walk with him. Oh. But then one day the owner died while he was like out on yeah. work, and then never came back, and the dog waited there for Hachi. I don't know the the name, but I rec- I remember hearing that yeah, story. Yeah, they made are, a movie with Richard Gere. There are all sorts of stories about like, <laughs> like dogs that that do that. They just sit and wait and wait and wait. Wait, I just said he was a Japanese dog, and then I said they made a movie with Richard Gere. How does that work? Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh my god, no! What is Richard Gere? Hollywood. Hachiko, a dog's tale. A professor finds. Oh, maybe he was a professor. Parker Wilson. No, okay. I think I think it was no. Hachiko Hachi. was a Japanese Akita dog remembered for his remarkable loyalty to his owner Hidesaburo who Ueno, who <laughs> who he continued to wait for over nine years following Ueno's death. Oh my god, they they freaking whitewashed. Yeah, they whitewashed to have Richard Gear, but he's still in Japan. Why can't you just get Ken Watanabe he's, if he's, you just want to satisfy white people's still, Japanese he's still hunger? In Japan, really? He's still in Japan? I think in the movie, he's still in Japan. Well, there's a Japanese guy in it. It's in a 2009 <laughs> American <laughs> drama film that is an adaptation of the what? 1987 film Hachiko Monogatari. Okay, guys. Sorry for my Another, the yeah, Japanese language. Japanese. If any of you have seen Hachi, <laughs> leave us a voice message and let us know what oh, is no, going no. on. Parker Wilson, okay, Parker Wilson, a professor of music who commutes to nearby Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, he finds the dog. Finds, yes, yes, Finds a lost right. puppy on the station platform yes. in Bedridge and takes him home for the night. So that dog, he finds him while he's waiting for his owner who died. So, okay, oh. so Hachi is not, Richard Gere is not the Japanese guy who dies. He's the guy who finds him after the dog's waiting. Okay. I've never even seen this movie. I don't know how I know this, okay. but I'm pretty sure. There is a Japanese guy in it because uh, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a character yeah. called Ken who is a Japanese professor friend of it, Parker. Oh, and he's like, it's a shiba you do. I know these dogs. Okay. Anyway, let's go back to Beku. <laughs> Enough about Hachi. So yeah, Beku went all the way back. 
um, to Jindo. And then the woman, when the woman who had given her up mm-hmm. saw her, she was like, okay, I'm never getting rid of you again. <laughs> and then the dog stayed with her until she died seven years later. Not the woman, the dog. The dog died. There yeah. were cartoons about Beku. There was a TV documentary. Oh. They made children's storybooks. And now there's a statue of Beku in Jindo oh. County. Yeah. So cute. So I guess this was real because there was a documentary. Right. I mean, you, like I said, you hear about these things. Yeah. So, you know. Cute. Okay. And then one more story. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. So it was a four-year-old male dog. Same name, Biku. He lived alone with Original. his own. I, yeah. Right? Creative. Blackie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or like people who like name their dogs Kitty. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's for another time. Yeah, that's another. Somebody give us a topic of bullshit, and I'll tell them. <laughs> so there's a four-year-old male dog, same name. He lived alone with his owner, Park Kwan's Hall, um, on the same island. But the owner died in 2000, and he supposedly mourned his dead owner for seven days. So he didn't leave his body for three days mm-hmm. until people eventually found the guy. He followed them every step of the way along the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't eat anything for four more days. He was eventually rescued by a shelter, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he would not react interact with anybody in the shelter. Mm. That was in 2005. I, I'm, I know, obviously, he's passed away now. But I couldn't find any updates on him since then. Mm-hmm. So just that was a little bit sad. <laughs> it was a bit sad, <laughs> but but uh, again, that's something that you hear about. You know, animals do mourn. They mm. mourn their humans, and they mourn other animals. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Like, um, I've not, but my um, my grandparents um, have had several dogs, all at mm-hmm. kind of overlapping times. And when when one dog has has died, that you can tell the others are sad, mm-hmm. and they're their most recent loss they lost her name was millie um she was a tiny little scruffy thing so cute and um when millie was i don't know how old millie was maybe six or seven they got a new puppy Mm -hmm. um her name's rosie she's a straight haired labradoodle Mm -hmm. straight haired chocolate labradoodle i think you told me about her Mm -hmm. and rosie is just the kindest thing she loves everyone and anyone she meets and she really oh. loved Millie. Millie was a bit grumpy, but <laughs> Rosie loved her. She was old though, right? Uh, she wasn't old when what? Rosie came along, but Rosie was a big, bouncy puppy <laughs> when she came along, like bigger than Millie has ever been, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, Millie's right. this tiny little terrier. Um, and Rosie's sad. Mm. You know, she's been yeah. loved for a little while, and Rosie's still, still sad. It's so. also like she's alone now, right? Right. So it's also like, it's not like she can forget about her with another right. dog. It's like she's always reminded of the fact yeah. that okay, yeah. she's gone. My cats, I think, um, so I had six indoor cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and one cat, Maisie, I was so attached to. I mm-hmm. don't even like to talk about her because I still can't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like cry now. I'm just thinking about it. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have like a little gravestone for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but... My cats, my other cats, when she died, they weren't sad about her, but they could tell that I was really upset. Yeah. So, like, they stayed with me, you know, oh. the whole day. and They know. Kind of thing. They do. Know. They do. They definitely know. And if they don't comfort you, they just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm sure all of your pets love you very much. So, yeah, that's my story on Jindos. Um, I hope that you guys um, learned a little bit more about Jindos if you already knew them. And if you don't, they're really beautiful dogs. They're really good boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't, you probably can't get one. But uh, <laughs> unless you come to Korea and then there are a crap ton of them in the shelters. Yeah, right. Because they're energetic and they're yeah. really, they need your attention all the time. Yeah. And they're so, yeah, people give Jindos and Jindo mixes. There are so many Jindo mixes. Yeah. There's a big problem here um, with people adopting dogs and they're not being a pet culture. So they don't understand the responsibility of having a dog. So there mm. are a lot of abandoned dogs. And cats. So, yeah, please adopt. Don't shop. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to adopt a cat, Ali yeah. has a post on our website. Yes. What's on your mind.com. 
about how to adopt and raise and keep keep it keep a cat in korea don't get a cat because you're here for a year as a student and you're lonely don't do that even fostering guys fostering is really difficult like it's cats are really stressed when they move from place to place Mm -hmm. so unless you can foster for a long time it's more about you saying i'm gonna be here for a really long time so i'll keep the cat until it finds a home it's not like oh i'm here for a year so it's better out of the shelter because that is generally not the case Mm. so um yeah just if you want to know just contact me I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting fired up. I've had a lot of problems with this. That's just why I'm getting fired up. <laughs> okay. Should we go back to dogs? Yes. Go back to dogs. Okay. I'm also finding, um, just if you notice me on my phone, I'm finding the list so that we, at the end we can be ready. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to give you three numbers and then okay. you're going to. Um, okay. So you've told us about the most famous uh, dog breed that is native to Korea. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said at the start, we're going full on just regular old dogs and yeet wonderful old dogs because i'm just gonna literally just gonna list and tell you all about the the six other dog breeds that are native to korea okay actually there are only five i heard there were seven seven dogs that were native to korea but i only have six more so i mean i only have five so that means five plus your jindo is six okay yeah okay anyway um all right let's see where do i start so i'm actually going to finish with my favorite okay and i have a little story about my favorite one and how i how it became to be my favorite or how i encountered it um but let's start with um the others so um one of the dog breeds that is native to korea is the tonggyanggi the the tonggyanggi not the tonggyanggi sorry the tonggyanggi um which is a dog breed that originated in Gyeongju. Mm-hmm. um Honestly, most of these breeds look very similar. Um, like they have that semi, like Jindo, Shiba uh, kind of, um, that kind of look, that like gentle wolfy kind of look. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yes. I they all look kind of like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Tonggyangi um, originated in Gyeongju. That's why it has that name. Mm-hmm. Um uh, when the um, I didn't really write much about their uh, temperament or their like what they're all like because they're all boy, good boys and girls. They're all, good, they're all so good. Um, <laughs> so I I just have mostly kind of their history in Korea and how some of them came to be here and what happened to some of them. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the Tonggangi originated in Gyeongju for the third time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, that's a southeastern city of. Um, South Korea and it was the previous capital of the Schiller dynasty yes um, of, of Schiller um, so that's why the Donggyangi is called that because of the Kyungju in there <coughs> excuse me um, when the Japanese colonized Korea um, they slaughtered any Donggyangi they could find Aww. because supposedly they resemble Boo. the I, again I, I've never studied Japanese, so I'm not sure on pronunciation, but I'm going to try. The komainu, komainu, which are statues which are seen in Je- Japanese um, familial or royal shrines. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah? They're, they're not a Japanese thing. They're from uh, a long time ago in China and stuff. So mm-hmm. I can't remember what the Chinese call them. Um, but yes, so they're kind of like a, a, a they're apparently like a, a fire lion. I think mm. is what I read a something lion um, and the Tonggyangi have um, they have what's it called when their tail curls back in bobtail they're they're bobtailed dogs um, and the the bobtail apparently looks like the tail of the the, the lion okay that, that lion statue um, they also just slaughtered them like most of these um, most if not all of these uh, native Korean breeds they're the Japanese slaughtered as many as they could find um mm. when they colonized korea um Lovely. to kind of well uh, they wanted to eradicate any anything korean didn't they so yeah. that was part of it and they also did it to um use the fur to make uh winter jackets for the their soldiers in at the time manchuria mm-hmm. that was china or mongolia china uh, you know better <laughs> yeah it, it, it was 
China. It was China. Yeah, they were the they started the Qing Dynasty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after Korea's liberation from Japan, um, sadly, the Tongyangi was still hated, and they were seen as symbols of bad luck because of their short tails. Oh my gosh! Um, but they, I think, they're endangered now, but they're not quite so. That they're, they're not. They're not. They're not near extinction. Extinction, as as far as I'm aware, uh, I might be wrong. Anyway, um, let's go to a nicer one. Oh no, actually, the next they're one's so cute. Not as nice. They're that. cute, right? They're really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They don't really have a tail at all. It's it's they're like so a. Cute. It curls back in on itself, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um, like uh, Sheba's, like Akita's, I bet those, those are like prime. Oh no, they're not like Sheba's at all. They're like but the they tail, don't even exist. The tail, but the tail. There's like no tail. There's like pippin. What was I looking at then? Because you, yeah, it's like a, it's like literally like it's cut. It's like really tiny. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about it. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I guess I looked at the wrong picture because you're right. Yeah, they have Weird. really. Like, it really looks like what studs. are those? What are those cats that have no tail? Pippin. No, Pippin has a half tail. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, like, is it like Maine Coot? Maine Coot? No, no Maine Coot's have no, big they do. Videos. What's the one I'm thinking of? Oh, you know what I'm thinking like of? Bobcat. I'm thinking of Lynx. Yeah, uh, yeah like a yeah, bobcat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, they're super cute. Totally wrong. Um, anyway, um, the next dog breed that is um, native to Korea is the Nurongi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sometimes called the Korean Yellow Spitz. Um, its name literally means yellow one and... We spoke very briefly about how um, Koreans eat, they consume dog meat. Yeah. Um, not all of them do, and it's kind of a dying thing. Um, actually, it's not. It's actually like far growing. less people. Far less people eat dogs now than far they less, used to. But but also, actually, the activism has now like brought attention to people who want to try it. It's actually gotten bigger, like really? recently. Recently, yeah. Gosh, it's not. Yeah, but like, no sad stuff today. We're mm-hmm. like, well, good All right, Chicago. anyway, but the, the nurongi are the dogs that are uh, they're they're they're, they're, right. they're cattle. They're bred for consumption. Like they are the sheep of, you know, the sheep and the cows yeah. of the dog world. Disgusting. Um, they're so freaking cute. They are cute. They all look really similar. All these dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do, all of them. Okay, the next one. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to switch my order up. Okay, there's the. Uh, there's also uh, a dog called the Jejuge. For, oh, oh, we yeah. never said. Um, dog in Korean is... Gay. Okay. Or um, if you want, like, the cute name, which also means puppy, it's... Kangaji. Kangaji, yeah. Um, so the Jejuge, the Jeju dog, um, oh, came to Jeju... Jeju. Came oh, to Jeju from... Oh, Came to Jeju from China around 3,000 years ago. Um, so they're He's an old boy. semi-native to Jeju because it would have changed over time. Um, but they were turned into military dogs. Um, but mm. they were... And, and they were... Okay, so they became endangered. Uh, actually, they became very nearly extinct um, because when they were kind of no longer needed or no longer of service to the military um they were um they were eaten um so but so in 1986 because of that because they were eaten when they were no longer of use to the military um that was the main cause for them becoming endangered in 1986 there were only three dogs wow. left on jeju they also fa- look like the they they, other dogs. Oh, they all look the same there's literally <laughs> yeah. no need to, except my favorite one which is the last one well he's got big he's got big tail oh he does jeju dogs. yeah he has a big tail a big, old big tail for a big boy big tail a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> so the three dogs did they mate them like oh yeah they um they started an aggressive breeding program um oh, was like, there like one boy or like, well i i guess they could i mean i guess they i mean unless right. they clone unless they cloned them i mean there's a doctor I for that know. yeah true <laughs> um they started a, like a serious breeding program and they've been designated a national heritage animal to offer them like even more protection oh. And so now their population, including um, kind of um, mixes, um, there are 300 of them. Wow, um, so very few though. Only 69 are purebred. Oh, they've um, got like white ones now. But still, oh. to go from three 
yeah, in the 1980s to like 300 or even just 69 like purebred in that time mm, yeah that's awesome yeah um so the next one which is semi-famous for two reasons and I'll, well two reasons and they're exactly the same kind of reason you'll see what i mean um is the pungsange mm-hmm. have you heard of them uh no but i know pungsang pungsange are so cute they look very similar to jindo you're going you're looking up all the yeah, pictures of them yeah. aren't you yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah? of course they're okay. mostly white right yes yeah so, oh pungsange are originally hunting dogs and they originated in the kema highlands of north korea oh you know what my old neighbor used to have one and he abused him too uh, neighbor in korea yeah of okay c- of course yeah um i was Sorry, gonna say because yeah, wait, yeah, the dog. Did, did they really um maybe it was something else because they are really rare outside of North Korea. Oh, well, it looked exactly like this dog, but he kept him on the rooftop all year, chained up. Like, oh, yes, on the I remember roof. in Chilim. It really yeah. looks like that dog. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Um, okay. So if it was rare outside of Korea, then no way. That couldn't have been. They're rare people. outside of, yeah, North Korea. Um, that you do get them outside of North Korea. They're smuggled. Mm. They're smuggled into China. I, I don't... Because they're super mm. rare. I don't think it could have been. That guy probably was an alcoholic. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're they're originally hunting dogs. They're now a national monument of North Korea. They were actually, I say now, they were designated a national monument of North Korea in the 1950s. 1956, I think. Hmm. Um, Thanks, North Korea. They, and the reason why they're, maybe they're not that famous, but I'd heard of, I'd heard of them because of this. So they've been used in acts of kind of, inter-Korea friendly relations. So okay. at the inter-Korea summit in 2000, um, two of uh, two Pungsange, one male and one female, um, they were um, gifted to um, Kim Dae-jung oh, by I did hear about Kim that. Jong-il. Mm-hmm. Um, so these two dogs, they were born in the Pyongyang Central Zoo and um, the zoo. and Kim Jong-il uh, gifted them to... Um, the pres- South Korea's president at the time. Right. Um, they were originally named Tangyul, which means unity, <laughs> and Taju, <laughs> which means independence. Uh, but later they were renamed Udi, which means we, and Duri. Too. <laughs> Uri and Turi. I love how like they took this like emblem yeah. of like peace and like reunification. Yeah. They're like um, us too. Uri and Turi. Uri <laughs> It's like making like Bill and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Um, at first, they lived in the Blue House, which is the president's President? residence. President's residence. President's residence. <laughs> and then they were moved to the Seoul Zoo. Why are they in a zoo? I don't know. I don't know. Why would you also take a gift of unity and put it in a zoo? Because they were famous, you know. But it doesn't excuse it. Maybe that was their reason. But anyway. that you they see my face right now. It may also have been because I, I'm just kind of wondering. Like, because there are so few of them. Yeah. But there are so few of them here. They may have wanted to kind of start a breeding program, which... Oh, okay. Do you know well, what I mean? Is that what they did? Well, they had a crap ton of puppies. Oh, they okay, had well, fifteen they puppies did. before the pair died. Oh, okay. The then, pair died yeah. age thirteen, so that's and that's probably totally why. why they did. Yeah. Um, and during their lives, the dogs were accorded special status as guests of the state. <laughs> <laughs> no, they belonged to the state. Oh, that's cute. Um, and then again in 2018 which is the one I heard about, um, at the 2018 inter-Korea summit between Kim Jong-un and Moon Jae-in, um, Kim Jong-un gave um, Moon Jae-in, South Korea's president, two Pungsange called Song Kang and Gomi. Um, and Gomi had six puppies um, really shortly after they were they were gifted to, to South Korea. Um, and so Moon Jae-in said that it made him think that she was pregnant when they were gifted mm-hmm. to, to him. Oh. She was already <laughs> pregnant when he was given her. Um, okay. So they live at the Blue House with Moon Jae-in. Oh. He's apparently yeah, a, he, yeah, yeah. He's a huge dog lover. I think he, he had is. dogs already. Like he had dogs before, before like they came and, and joined him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's a, yeah, he's apparently a huge dog lover and those two... Pung Sangye live 
live at the Blue House with him and his family. In England, Mm -hmm. if like the prime minister has a pet, is that pet really famous? Yes. Yeah, okay. In America too. Well, yes, they are famous. Um, Do you know about Larry? It sounds really familiar. Larry's the cat at Downing Street and he's Uh, the resident cat. So actually he's not. He's just always there. He's always there. He's the mouser, chief mouser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah? sure. Yeah. yeah. No, in America, that we every is, is he black? Is he a black cat? I think he's black. I think, I think I've seen so. a picture of him. I think so. We oh, no, have... actually, I don't know. Is he brown and white? Let me check. I'm not sure. Anyway, last one is Your my favorite. favorite. I really love them. It's the Sapsalge. Oh yeah, you know sure. Yeah. Sometimes they're called Sapshadi. Um, and or in English it would be written sapsari. They're very different, yeah. From They're different from all the others. Imagine like a big shaggy old English sheepdog, mm-hmm. except it's not just white and grey. It can be like sandy coloured. It can be grey. It can be brown. It can be kind of white, oh, no, kind of yellow, kind of yellowy. The chief mouser Larry is white and brown. Okay, he's so cute, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the. Sapsalge is just my absolute favorite. And it's my favorite because I was walking to work one day about two years ago um, at my first job here. And um, I was late. Um, That wasn't an uncommon story back then. Um, (laughs) You've changed your ways. I have changed my ways, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, I was late and I was walking really fast to work. And I always walked through this um, park near a block of apartments. And... um, this guy was walking his dog kind of in the opposite direction to me. So I was going to cross him on the way and I could see this dog from far away. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this dog is beautiful. Mm. I'd never seen a dog like it. Like, I mean, obviously I've seen an old English sheepdog, but I knew this wasn't it. Right. And I was like, what is this dog? I love it. Like, you know, she's gorgeous. I found out she was a she, um, and <laughs> I was late, but I didn't care. I stopped, and he was. I, he could see. He saw me. Like I turned around, walking backwards, like just staring at this dog. She was so lovely, and she sniffed me as I walked past. And he was like, in in English, he said to me, "Do you want to pet her?" And I was like, oh, "I'm gonna be late, but yes." <laughs> so I went and I petted her, and she kissed my hand. And she was just lovely. Yeah. Lovely. And and I asked her, what is she? And um, he told me that she's a Sapsalge. Yeah, and they're cute. Since then, I've just been in love with them. Um, <laughs> so they were supposedly believed to keep ghosts and evil spirits away. Nice. Um, Usually the story. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the origin story. Um, they were popular among the Schiller aristocracy. And they may, they may mm. also have been used as military dogs. Um, but that's not certain. Um, they've also apparently featured in like old, like in in classic Chosun literary works. Um, oh, well, that doesn't surprise Chun me. Chun Hyang Chun Hyang Hyang Jung, Jung. Oh, Chun Hyang. Chun Hyang Jung. Yeah, that's a it's, yeah, it's an old story. Apparently, about... it's the Romeo and Juliet of its time. Uh, yeah, it's what it, I it read. Is. There was a very very. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it is. I've read that in my Korean literature class. There yeah. was a very sexy version of it made into oh. a movie. Oh, yes, I saw that. Ad- yeah, when I um, searched it. But yeah, it's basically yeah. Um, and they were also apparently um in Yolha Ilgi. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yolha Ilgi. Yeah, that's old. What? How would I explain that? I'm not sure. I didn't look did them up. I, really? Did I read that though, or do I just know that? Don't know. Did you? I don't think I read it, otherwise I would have remembered okay. it. <laughs> um, so they were also brought to the brink of extinction during Japanese colonization um, because like yeah. the Tongyangi and the Jindo, they were slaughtered for both being native to Korea and also for their fur to make winter coats. Mm. Um, in the mid-1980s, they were rescued from extinction um, and they were bred from the remaining eight dogs. So they were they were. They were slaughtered until there were only eight left. Why? Jeez. Oh, right. So it's not quite as bad as not the Tejige, which had only three left. Yeah. But, but still, still, eight like, is so... Heck? Can you imagine? Like, just imagine, just right? Stop, please. Um, so, and, and now there are... I actually don't have their numbers. I don't have the numbers of how many there are now, but they're not extinct. They're probably still endangered because of how few there were back then. Um, 
and if looking at the numbers of the Jejuge, you know, it's probably quite a few. So actually, I'm kind of surprised that I've seen one. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. And you know what? I saw one. Probably on a- Rich Ajuma. It was a guy. Oh, you said she said. Okay. Oh, I said, did I? Yeah. I thought I said he. Oh, I said point. she about the dog. But then you also said she. She oh. said it's a. Oh, no, I must have been just excited. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Um, oh, okay, rich Ajashi. Yeah. Ajashi and Aj- Ajashi is like uncle or like middle aged guy, and Ajuma is like middle aged married woman, for those uh-huh. of you who don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> I realize my family listens to that, so. <laughs> mm. Um. So apparently their looks, they're lovely like fluffy they're so cute hairy looks match their personality so like the jindo they're incredibly loyal maybe not i don't think they're too loyal mm, jindos are really loyal they're very dogs. loyal um they're also very kind friendly and like playful with other dogs but they're also really really patient with both animals and with humans i feel sad that we're like talking about these great dogs because like i wish i could say you know go out and you know, find one in a shelter, but it's like yeah. you're never going. <laughs> I saw, I saw a Sapsalge in a shelter. Like it was ad- advertised on a rescue page. I was like, oh my yeah. goodness, I few and one. far between. But what's not few and far between here is abandonment. So mm-hmm. it's possible. <laughs> I'm looking at our friend's dog right now. His name is Kim Changman. He's oh. on our. A picture of him is on our Kim fridge. Chung-man. He's a big Burmese mountain dog, and he's so curly haired. If you're listening, beautiful. Listen to our podcast. They said they would. They said they would, guys. Who knows? We'll tell them. We'll tell them that we mentioned Kim Changman. Yeah, give him a little shout out. Um, just one final point about the Sapsalge. They were also designated as a national treasure. Oh, good. Um, in the 90s, I think. <laughs> but they're, they're number 368. Oh. But still, they are a <laughs> national the treasure. They are a national, national treasure. Letters. They should all be national treasures. All of them. I all the good boys and girls. Oh, the bougie girls. So I think if you, if anything is listed as a national treasure, it's not just like, oh, good for you. Here's a gold star. It's like... <laughs> under government scrutiny and there's somebody assigned to look after it uh-huh. i think i have to i have to look into that more okay dog so we stuck with our topic today very easily and very straightforward mm-hmm. what's your favorite korean dog what's your favorite kind of dog send us a message send us pictures message. of send all your pictures. dogs yeah oh my gosh <laughs> oh i would love that tag us in a picture of your dog on instagram yeah, and, please. and we'll share it and also i'm curious what are you guys doing when you're listening to this podcast like are oh, you on the bus point. or are you in the bathroom getting ready so Next time you listen to the podcast, um, just like take a picture or take a video. Show us where you are and what you're doing because I want to know. Yeah. If you're pooping, that's same. Not- <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> it is a time when I listen to podcasts. Yeah. So um, just feel free to interact with us more. We know you're out there listening. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I guess before we go, yeah. Um, something that we probably should wait before we even do that Mm. something that we should probably do which we haven't done so far is just give ourselves a little shout out um so if if you don't (laughs) if if you're not aware already which i'd be kind of surprised because you've probably found us from facebook or wherever we've been posting um we do have um a website what's on your mind.com um where we share all sorts of travel and history and culture articles um, about Korea. Um, And we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash what's What's on your your mind. mind, Mm -hmm. Um, What's on your mind. And you can go and like us on there, follow all the things that we share on there. Mm -hmm. We share our own articles but mm-hmm. we also share lots of interesting articles and news from yeah. other websites and things that are uh, like about things that are going on in korea mm-hmm. um we also s- share some fun little um yeah. like games pictures, and pictures games. and stuff on there too so just um, sharing our love for korea basically in yeah. every in every way we know how mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we also have instagram which is instagram. again um at what's on your mind yeah you can find us on there yeah, and lots of exciting things coming up. We're really working hard. Um, we're going to start 
I don't even want to say it because no. I just want it to happen. <laughs> but basically, good things are coming. And we hope that you stick with us and support us along the way. Mm-hmm. And some of you have given us more topic suggestions for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So the other one, so we had two Instagram posts where we asked people. The first one, I feel like I want to take a break from because we've been going off a that. Lot of and them a lot are of them from the same person. Same person, My sister. same animals. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go to the second one. Okay. And um, I'm just going to close my eyes and point to three and then I'm going to ask you one, two, or three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got two and then... I haven't oh, even okay. I haven't even looked at the results of this. Oh, okay, this, interesting. So I have no idea what we're choosing from. So, so um, okay, I've got I've got three. The third one, I don't really know what it means, but okay. Do you want to choose one, two, or three? You've kind of said something now that makes me want to. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it. I don't know if it's something we can do, but anyway, you choose one, two, or three. Okay. Uh, well, next we next episode will be uh, number ten, so I think I'll go with number one. Okay. The number one is well, it's from our friend Marie, oh and she's it's another it's, animal. No, it's not another okay. animal. Uh, she spelled it wrong, but I think it was a joke. Adjuma, Adjuma, but she wrote Adjuma. Okay. With some people, D. some people spell it like Ajuma. That. So Ajuma, like I said earlier, how perfect. Ajuma <laughs> is an is a very. We've got lots of circles today. <laughs> oh man, Ajuma is a Korean auntie, but they have this very distinct stereotype and personality. Oh yeah, perm, uh-huh. outdoor wear, outerwear, uh-huh. visors, and and they power walk. Oh yeah. And shove you. And, <laughs> and shove you in the subway and they have mismatched patterns. Yes. But that is not all that an Ajima is. So are you happy with that one? I'm totally happy with Ajima. That's awesome. Amazing. Maybe we'll tell personal stories next time. Maybe we cool will. Ajimas. <laughs> Maybe we won't. I might get angry. <laughs> I always say to people, just so anybody who doesn't understand an Ajima, Ajimas are the worst people you will meet in Korea uh-huh. and they are the best people you uh-huh. will meet in Korea. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't make any sense, just tune in next time. We'll share some Ajima stories. Ajima. Oh, I'm so excited. Also guys, stop dressing up as Ajimas at Halloween, please. It's <laughs> it's just it's done now. <laughs> you can't do it better than Eugene anyway. <laughs> you're right. You can't do it better than Eugene. On the try guys. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll be back next time with Ajima. Yes, we will. Thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. That's a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>